world, welcome to Black Hipster, where we talk about black pop culture, gay pop culture, black gay pop culture, and sometimes other shit. Hopefully everyone's having a good night this Tuesday. It's always Tuesday for us here. Um, We are, gosh, I don't even know where to start. It just feels like um, everything's a bit crazy still, but, you know, hopefully the tides are turning. You know, the weather is about to change soon. And I'm really, really, really praying that COVID doesn't rise and that I'll get to go on a nice vacation. Sounds a bit. Hello, darling. Hello, hello. <laughs> it sounds, I was talking about my um, vacation. I was just having a conversation with Josh and we're like, I really, really want to go somewhere. And I feel bad because there's so many people who are not able to go somewhere. Um, but, you know, we are. And I will say, what is it? I have a certain amount, a small amount of privilege, just a smidgen that uh, I could possibly go somewhere. And our landlord, uh, we're moving soon. And our landlord came up and he has a place in Puerto Rico. And uh, we just found out he has two places in Puerto Rico. It was like, did he offer it to you guys? Yes. Yeah. Well, well, not for like, uh, of course, just like a vacation for us to stay. And he's like, we was like, you have a place in Puerto Rico? He's like, yeah. He's like, I actually have two places in Puerto Rico. He just finished um, work on one, I think, I don't know, two weeks ago or something. And he had the other one for seven years. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's on in the islands of Vieques. Vieques? I've heard of it, but I've never been there. Vieques. Uh, Vieques. Yeah, I've been to Puerto Rico what, twice. I know you've been to Puerto Rico as well. Yeah. And um, he was like, yeah. He's like, you can either book it through Airbnb or through me. And we're like, well, we'll go through you without the, <laughs> <laughs> to, to cut out the middle bed. It has a pool. One of them's in the mountains. And it looks like so beautiful. He's going to send us more pictures. And um, it looks really, really nice. He say, I think he said that one of them in the mountains is be- he's, it's been very like it's starting to pick up now and he's, he's had no problem with it. The other one has been so many issues because they had, they had the earthquake, then they had Maria a few years ago, then they just had, they right. had COVID and then something else, Zika. He's like, then they had Zika and then they had um, COVID. So he was just like, that one's, you know, starting to pick up now. But um, I'm like, girl, girl, I, I really want to go away and be in the sun and just, Forget my troubles for a bit, you know? I mean, sure. What <laughs> <Like, laughs> was I'm that? Sure. Nowhere. Like, <laughs> we had a whole ass honeymoon right That's here in Brooklyn true. because we were just like, nah. Like, <laughs> I just, I, I'm even like, I still don't even want to eat indoors. And they opened up the indoor dining in New York last week. And we still agree that we're just like, as long as we can eat outside, we're going to eat outside. Mm-hmm. Because um, I just, I feel like everyone's just kind of like, oh, COVID's over. And it's like, COVID's nowhere near over. <laughs> like, uh-huh. yeah. it's, it's just not. And like, you know, now we got, um, you know, freaking cheese doodle with the toupee got it. And yeah. um is downplaying it and I'm mm-hmm. like I feel like that's going to cause more people to say see it's not that bad or it's yeah. not that big of a deal and then everybody's just going to fucking get it <laughs> so no. I'm just like I'm- no I hope not I hope not because you know I've, I've been I feel like I've been amongst one of those people who's been taking it very seriously the whole time and I still am I'm not going to travel unless I feel like it's safe and unless I feel like it's the right time because I still haven't seen I haven't been in any of my friends apartments since then, we are still recording remotely, you know? So it's right. like, this I'm taking this very seriously. I get tested when I go home to see my family and Josh's family. So I'm not playing around. We wear masks the whole time we're there. So most of the time that we're there. So I, I'm not playing with this. But um, it, it, I think to your point, yeah, with all the stuff happening with the, the person who's in that big house, he is definitely downplaying it. And um, apparently I've read that he's, that he said that he's now, he might be immune to it, but I don't know oh. if that's true. <laughs> what? Well, I guess he swallowed some bleach. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wish he would swallow some bleach. <laughs> this man is just a hot mess. Yes. Yes. A whole hot mess. And I, you know, you don't want to wish something um, terrible, even on like the worst person on the planet, mm-hmm. um, but you a little bit do. Um, so everybody's going around being like, I mean, I would never want to wish illness or death on anybody, but, <laughs> and, and I understand the but though, because it's just like, 
we all know what's at stake. If he doesn't get severely ill, then he's going to pretend like this was all a freaking hoax or something. Yeah. And yeah. The Democrats started to rig the election. Like, mm-hmm. you know, something that absurd. Yes. Yes. And he's like, and, and you know, people, I think it doesn't even, it's just funny because even, um, I think they've had two videos of Josh showing me a video of him trying to hold back a cough. There have been a few times where people are like, <laughs> he's trying so hard not to cough. Like, <laughs> Versus Giuliani, who was doing an interview, was hacking through the entire thing. Shut up, really? I didn't know this. Ooh, homie, you should get tested. Oh like, my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like you have to laugh because it, it really is like a circus. It is. If I didn't live here, it'd be the most highly entertaining show on television. Like oh my God. doing a press conference, his Twitter, just all of it. That is insane. <laughs> and then, you know, because it, 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 I, I can't believe, you know what? It, it, and none of this is believable. I think none of us, I mean, we expect certain like absurdity, but I think it still makes us go, what the hell is going on when something like this happens where he makes these statements or does these things? You're just like, should it even surprise us? I think it's just a mix of like, not even just surprise, just disgust and well, just- Well, it's getting worse. I think yes. that's part of it. Well, mm-hmm. because then he's saying he won't honor the, the, the election results if he doesn't win. Now uh, he's saying that he won't even consider another stimulus package for the people of the United States mm-hmm. until after until after he wins the election. So not yeah. even just obviously just after the elections, bro, you got till January, but uh-huh. until after he wins the election. Mm-hmm. So he's basically saying, you know, he's just essentially just holding the country hostage. Oh and I'm God. just like, well, it's disgusting because you're playing with people's lives. Yeah. Like you get you if you have you get COVID and you get a mild cough and they'll get you the best like doctors and healthcare anybody's money could buy. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people out here who are sick and yeah. they need that help. They mm-hmm. need that money. They need that stimulus money. People have lost their jobs. Like yes. it's yeah. really disgusting that it's just like so you're making it a matter of whether or not you win the election. So you're basically trying to force people to vote for you in order for them to get some kind of stimulus bill. It's absurd. Because it's basically saying, I'm not going to do anything until I win. And mm-hmm. if I lose, I am going to tie up the courts, tie this all up with this, so then it's just going to be even longer until anybody can do anything to help you. So you might as well just vote for me. That's yeah. essentially what he's doing. It's I like people are just like like oh it's so undemocratic but it's like what has been democratic about this country in the first place? Yeah, thank um, you, thank you. He's just finally showing everybody how disgusting and ugly and monstrous this system is. And yeah, how, yeah. And like and what it can breed. Yeah. And it find breed the ultimate monsters. It's like you know it's like there's this um honor amongst thieves. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just that's a that's just a unspoken sort of rule amongst everyone. But yeah. there's no actual rule in place. Everybody has just understood and agreed to uphold certain things. And mm-hmm. this is the first time somebody's finally like, "Nah, there don't have to be any honor amongst these." Like, for what? Like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm just gonna go off the rails and do whatever. I don't care if this is how we're supposed to act or this is how people have historically done it. I'm choosing not to. I'm a piece of shit, but no one. Who going to stop me, huh? Yeah. Like, he's eventually like, who going to check me, boo? Who going to check me, boo? Yeah. <laughs> and and I think, and too, and, and, and I totally agree with you. It's just, yeah, it's showing how just messed up and torn up our system is. And I think it's just, what I'm surprised by, my, my train, I'm losing my train of thought as I'm talking, is like how many people, I, I, I know, the funny thing is I've met some people who are not for either one you know what i'm saying not for either one and then they're left with this decision of trying to decide which what is the greater evil you, uh, sorry the lesser evil to vote for and i know the one that's like, not a plate full of fucking glass and shit how about yeah and and the one who's not <laughs> the one who's not you know who feels like they're doing more for people what i don't understand is like i always say i want to talk to some of these people what are they thinking what did they think what did they think is going on with him even if they thought too it's like do you really think he's for you like do you what do you think he currently is doing for you you know what i'm saying the fact that 
No, he, no one's getting, the middle class isn't growing. Working class people aren't getting more money. Our wages right. are still suppressed. So it's just like the only people who are getting more money are the billionaires. So right. how do you think this person, and people keep talking about, I think it was you who mentioned, you know, all the crap that, all the, the violence and, you know, the, the insanity that's happening. And it's like, they're like, make America great again. And it's like, currently that's happening on your watch. This is your administration. These past four years have all been you. Right. And it's only gotten worse <laughs> within the past four years. So what the hell, that also is the, people, it's a complete, do you remember Drag Race? And uh, the, the, the last season, oh gosh, season 12, when Jeff Goldblum was there and they were doing that like mock debate, like quote unquote, like yes. present for the next. And then Jada was just like, look over there. She kept saying, look over there. I'm like, that's yeah. what the fuck is going on. That's like, what it is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it makes no sense. And then to what you said about, and I didn't even know that about the stimulus check, trying to hold, you know, trying to hold that over people's heads. But mm. so that they can vote for them. That's also, and that's real life for people, as you're saying. People might have to make a decision about what am I going to do? I might have to vote for this man because I, I feel like he's going to give me that money. He's going to give me that check. He's going to open up some door for me so that I can afford my rent and, and help my kids and my family. Oh, and sure that's that them choosing for less. Absolutely. You're going to feel that way, especially because he's also putting it out there very boldly that if he doesn't win, that he's not going to accept the loss and he's basically just going to tie up the courts and all this other garbage. We're trying to suss that out. So that just, again, means people just like, you know, the things that they need not being approved, not going through people being just left in the balance while they figure that out, mm -hmm. while they figure out who the head dude in charge is going to be the head white man in charge. Yeah. It's going to be this time around. There's, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people would just like, well, if it's the lesser of two evils, I might as well pick the better evil because he's better at being evil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is actually really smart. <laughs> Which is really smart. Like, no, for real though, because you know we say that all the time. Like, oh, if I have to choose the lesser of two evils, it's like, why choose the lesser of two evils? Why don't you choose who's the best at what they do? <laughs> well, I think when they because I feel like if big and bad, at least you're the baddest shit. Like it's. So fucked up. <laughs> well, hold up. What? Which one do you think is the the lesser? Because in that sense, well, I'm thinking. Well, if you if you're saying two evils, then obviously Biden is the lesser of two evils. But I'm just saying that, like, yeah, it should as, be changed the way. Logic, right? As logic yeah. would have it, like, why choose who's worse at at being bad? Like, yeah, I would choose who's the best at being bad. That's and true. With the thought that you know maybe you're gonna move something this way and that way, but you have figured out a way to vanquish your opponents. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so unless you your opponent is me, which in this case for the American people, it is, yeah. then you should be siding with that. But that's, that's exactly why we shouldn't side with Trump because he is the better at, he is the, certainly the, 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 the better at the evil. Mm -hmm. We don't want that. In yeah. any other circumstances, choose who's better at what they do. But this is an instance where you do not want that no. um, because it's him versus us. Girl. And did you even, did you even, you didn't watch um, the debate, did you? It I was uh, a few minutes of that. Oh, that's right. It was just absurd. It was absurd. It was. It was a whole at the circus. And I was it, just like, am I really going to waste my time with this? Uh, also, too, may I just what? say that at some point, Joe Biden and the rest of his crew, <laughs> aka the Democrats, <laughs> need to just call out the buffoonery and say, this is so totally beneath me. So I see what I get that you're going to keep pushing and pushing and being immature and being a buffoon and whatever. I'm just saying right here and right now. So everybody understands why I'm not getting in the gutter with you. Thank you. Because if we both are in the gutter, that's not good for the American people. Yeah, now, I could. I could. I could stoop that low and I could read the fuck out of you. Like I mm -hmm. could destroy you in a read. However... That's not getting, that's not advancing us anywhere. So I'm choosing to not go there with you. So you can keep doing it. I'm going to just keep answering questions straight up. How about yeah. that? Like at some point, acknowledge it. it, it going back and forth like a bunch of fifth graders. No, you, you smell. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it, it was so, the funny thing is I said, Josh and I were in the kitchen afterwards because I stepped in. I think I was doing something. Oh no, it was Tuesday. We were recording. And <laughs> yes, we were recording. And um, I was doing some. I was recording. As soon as I got out, 
um, it was right when Joe told him to shut up. Just shut up, man. And I was like, really? And uh, I just looked at Josh and Josh. Thanks, was, yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh. And, and he and I were both in the kitchen and we both exactly what you said, laid it out. These people have these are smart ass, intelligent people. Why isn't his team prepping Biden more and saying to him, listen, exactly what you said. We need to get in front of this and, 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 and say to him, listen, this is for the American people. You are taking us off. You know, I would say I was I said to him, I would get up there and be like, listen, before the debate even started. Hey, Trump, you know what I'm saying? I know you care about the American people. I care about the American people. Let's make sure we give out gives each other the space to speak on the issue so that people can make an informed decision about who we are and what they want. And let's but you know, let's let's really have this really let this be a good debate. And every time that he went off track, we're like, Trump, what are you doing? This is about the people. Well, Biden couldn't do that because yes. Trump doesn't actually have anything valuable <laughs> to say. No, seriously. So his whole his entire strategy for the debate is to just just go low. Sling as many insults, sling as, many, as much mud, and keep the debate as off track as possible so that nothing can be heard. But he's okay with nothing being heard from his side. The people who can't stand him and aren't going to vote for him aren't going to vote for him. That's and true. his constituency, he's trying to make sure nobody in the middle and no one from his constituency gets swayed by any smooth talk from Biden. So he just has to try to make sure Biden can't get any logical points across. And but mission accomplished. But, but mission accomplished. No, that's what I'm saying. To your point, and what exactly what Josh and I were talking about. To to it wasn't. Why didn't they prep him better so that, like you said, he calls out the bullshit in a way that's very subtle and very diplomatic and very political. And like our politicians do, call out that bullshit. Be like. Trump, I know you're saying this. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to stoop to your level. That's something that I'm not going to do. I'm here for this. So when you say stuff like that, it's just like, I, I, is this a joke? I can't believe, I can't even respond to that, moderator. I mean, I was like, better than this in, in, in fucking debate in high school. Yes. And, and, like, and the fact I that tore Trump's ass to pieces. Biden did horribly <laughs> in that. It was just like, he could, even when he was talking, and the problem is too, to me, the very few debates that I've watched, I will be the first to say that I have not watched that many. I've watched maybe five or six. They all, speak, to me, the debate they do, it's what the fuck is that? They all speak around the issues sometimes and then they all like don't answer the questions. It's like he asked you a very specific question. You didn't answer that in the two minutes that you gave. You didn't really answer what he said. I've seen all of them do it because they go, they know how to work around. And people were beating up on the Wallace guy like he didn't moderate that well. And I'm like, the whole what? The whole set, were we really expecting them to answer the question straight on in the first point? Like in the first place? Is that, have you ever seen any candidate do that? I haven't. Right. And well, um, here's the thing. They, if, if somebody can't even answer a question as simple as, should the American people be wearing masks? <laughs> like, that's when you know, okay, it's time for me to stop watching. Like, you couldn't uh, even just give a solid yes. There's like we have the studies have shown the experts have said like this is the best way to contain this thing. First of all, Biden when Trump made the comments about his son, he got super emotional. Yeah, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. Like honestly, even if he didn't see that coming, he should not have taken that so personally. Yeah, you. It's it's almost like like y'all ain't never had no beef. Uh -huh. Like. You really don't know what beef is in these streets, but Trump clearly yeah. do. Like, mm -hmm. beef is, I go for the lowest common denominator. Like, I am a savage in these streets. I'm going to come for you <laughs> in any way I can. I'm going to tear you down at the knees, at the ankles. I don't care. If I got to stab you in the goddamn ankles, <laughs> I will if that's going to take you down. That's beef. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get all the way low. Trump clearly understands that. But yeah. that's why you can't. But he's not actually stabbing you. He's using words. It is what it is. It is Shirt what it is. that off because you know that's what he's trying to do. I'm I, like, Biden, when he mentioned your son, and then and then it was like, he's like, no, 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 my son, my son, this one. Oh, what, your other son? Your other son? The one who was disarmably discharged because he was on cocaine? Yeah. It was like, first of all, he Biden's response should have been how disgusting and pathetic it is of you to even be trying to go there when I'm talking about my son who served for this country. So the, the little respect that you have for soldiers and the people who serve for this country, the fact that you even trying to bring that up. And by the way, yeah, you're speaking on my other son, my other son. Oh, you think it's funny if he had a cocaine problem? 
first of all, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But mm -hmm. let's just say for argument's sake, you're right. My son was dishonorably just discharged for a cocaine problem. That seems laughable to you. Does that seem like something that's funny? So for all the families out there who have uh, family members who have addiction, you're joking, you're laughing about it. You're laughing, yeah. you're making fun of them. For all the people out there who are trying to get help with their addiction, it's a joke to you. You're laughing. They're disgusting. He yeah. should have flipped that so quick, Girl, so easy. Come I on. I am calling like, their campaign right now. They need to vote for you for their PR. Easy it's, flip. Exactly. Trump was a disgusting piece of shit in that moment. Hello, just put him call in the class Call it out. Yes. Call it and, out. And, and the be, fact that like, you just flip uh, it into the you're talking about a human being right now, and yeah. you're taking you're taking something like addiction and turning it into something to poke fun of me, but mm -hmm. there are tons of, of, of American people who have addiction problems. Yeah. And it's not a laughing like, matter and they shouldn't be made fun of. funny and you're using it to try to hurt me with it. That's yeah. it's like, it's so easy to flip that. But why, but <laughs> I think it is. And that's what we're all sitting there like, are you serious? Why was he, it's just like, we, we, this is not our realm. This is not our realm. And we even know how you just laid that out. It was like, are you, it just seemed like child's play. And also the fact that exactly what you said and the fact that Biden's been doing this for, it's like, you've been a politician a lot longer than this man. And you seem to be thrown so much by his, it was just, I didn't, it bothered me that it was just like, did anybody prep anyone for this shit? Did anyone, and even if you never had a debate with that person, I know y'all watch, they have video recordings of people on how they debate and what people knew how he was expect how Trump was Everyone gonna knew be. Trump was yeah. gonna, Right, that's how, how he won gonna, the, the, his other debates. We yes. knew what was coming from him. Come on, Biden. I Biden. was just disappointed. I was just very dis, it, it made me even more just, like you said, like two five-year-olds fighting and it just, it was like, <laughs> are, are you serious? Are you see it, it was just disgusting. It was disgusting and more so because it was both of them going in. And it was just at least if one of them would like Biden would have just stepped up and not fall falling for all that bullshit. And I it was that was surprising. The fact that you fell for this when we all knew it was gonna happen, but you actually fell for it. You didn't be you wasn't more prepared. That yeah, that's when they do need to have a black woman out there who'd be like, really? And just let the exact uh Lord have mercy. And Lord. just say, listen, I know you won your other debates just slinging mud and being nasty and being vindictive, but at this one, bro, we're going to actually talk about the issues because I'm not going there with you. <laughs> and every time you start speaking, he starts with, and you just be like, moderator, if you don't mute his mic, we're done here. Oh, my God. I'm not doing this. And I told y'all I'm not doing this. Like, you just got to come in like Brooklyn all day. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, strong mom. Like, Y'all, like, for real, like, I'm not doing this. What y'all want to do? I'm not um, doing this. I told y'all. So you can mute his mic or what? You want these hands, moderator? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I That's just... Biden. You need to get yourself a team from Bed-Stuy. Which, by the way, what? Time Out Magazine named one of the best neighborhoods um, in the world. Oh, really? The world. The world. Your 40 best neighborhoods or something like that. Oh, wow. Go ahead. Go ahead. I well, know. I think it's odd that Best I made it, but I'm also just kind of like, I don't be like F you, but a little bit, just because let's be honest, had this been Best I in the 90s, it wouldn't have made it. And for the reasons that it did, it was the same thing. So, you know, but, but, the camaraderie and that, and that yeah. kind of thing, the coming together during hard times. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like that? That's Brooklyn. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. pretty much every Brooklyn neighborhood. That really get out of here. Now that it's nice and gentrified, now it can make you know top you know top lists and mm -hmm. best of lists. Girl, girl, girl. These is mm -hmm. yes. It, we listen so much. Well, I didn't by even expect me. What? I just want to not to gloss over this because you mentioned going to Puerto Rico and Vieques and just, you know, be careful with Vieques because you might not get the Rona, but you might get some kind of like toxic something. Like, I don't know if you don't remember, like back in the day when the U.S. was like using Vieques as like a bomb testing site and stuff. So oh. it was like a whole controversy. <laughs> I don't remember if you. I hope that didn't happen. Because people live there now. I mean, people, it's a small oh, island. Oh, people have always lived there. <laughs> That's it's small. true. It's really small. 
Yeah, it's but really, yeah, really tiny. I think, the people, I think people, they started discovering that the people were getting sick. And that kind of thing it was like, oh, maybe it's all those bombs we were dropping on the island for, oh my for God. like testing with the Navy and stuff. Yeah, it was a huge deal. Yes, yes. Now I'm remembering them now. I hope, yeah. But I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. At this time, but I know that they, yeah, and I might not be able to go. Like I'm saying, if COVID is crazy, and then also, um, my landlord told me that they have they've been very careful. They got the only way you can get to the island now is via plane. It was before you could do plane and um, boat, but they've cut that off since COVID, and they've had not a single case on the island since um, they haven't had any cases of COVID on the island. But I think there's like what he said, like eight less than eight thousand people or something living on that. Yeah, island. like eight or nine thousand people. Or something yeah, like that. so it's really, it's really 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 tiny. So, um, oh yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, it's like yeah. So it's for them, good for them, but I'm pretty sure it'd be difficult to get on. Luckily, coming from New York, we're one of the places that we don't need to quarantine. I think any longer um, if we're visiting places or people come visit us. If you're coming from New York or most of some of the northeastern states, you don't for have now. To. Yeah, for now. Yeah, who knows what what it will be when the weather changes or you know they're starting to open things up. So we'll see. We'll see. We were talking about the other day. We're like, wow, if we would have kept our wedding for November, we're like, we still wouldn't even be married yet. Mm hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad it's behind us. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, like getting married. I'm glad we actually did it already because it just seems like there is a lot of uncertainty right now with still. everything. Yeah. New York just reclosed schools. I so, heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just wild. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, who knows November 5th? Like, what the heck is going to be going on? Besides, the country's just kind of burning because of the freaking election. Yeah. Um, and physically burning there. because of, yeah. Because it's just, of the wildfires. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, November 5th might not have been a good look. So, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Go and then, too, I mean, it would have been, it, you know, what's interesting is that it, it might have been great. You know, thinking about if you would have traveled, we were going through all this COVID stuff, but then you would have heard if the election goes the way that we're hoping it, it goes, it would have been so great. Everybody was so happy. Yes, yes. It would have been that was pretty much, you know, <laughs> part of the thinking. We're like, listen, we're, we're literally going to do this right after the election. And if the election goes really bad, people are going to want to get away and forget about it for a couple yeah. of days. And if it goes really well, it's gonna be a celebration. Yeah, like, we, celebration. Were, we was ready to turn up <laughs> and cute <get> out. <laughs> Josh keeps saying when um, he's hoping that if it goes the way we want, that um, you know, in the whiz, can you feel a brand new day? He's like, I'm gonna play that song as soon as it. <laughs> he's like, he's like, this will be a great song to play right after. <laughs> so I'm like, listen. Hopefully we will. We'll have it on cue. We'll have it on cue. <laughs> have it ready. I yes. mean, listen. I, I, I mean, yep, sure. I don't want to, you know, rain on anybody's celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yep, you go ahead, honey. You play go that. Ahead. <laughs> you made you um you were talking about um you mentioned the game show. Um, that's coming back. Um, oh my god, the week the is week link. Link. Do you remember? I used to love that. Yes, show. you made me think I, of another little girl of the week. Girl, so. You said what? No, I'm a game show girl, like, I love me a good game show. So, yeah, um, I, I wonder. How... Sorry, hello, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. We like <laughs> I was like, what? Well, I didn't hear you, yeah. No, I'm thinking because Jane Lynch is going to be the new talk show, um, host. Uh, right, and I'm wondering how it will be because the other lady, who I don't remember her name, she was British. But... <laughs> I don't remember her last name. It was Anne something. Her name was <laughs> Anne. <laughs> Why well, well, you said it like 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 she just didn't look like an Anne? It just sounds like such a, her name is Anne because I'm about to say too that she could be very snippy. She was um well, she didn't play. Anne did not play. <laughs> she and, was yeah, but. No, Ann Robinson. She was, uh, and she was so good. But Jane Lynch is um, really good, too. No, she is. Um, she is. Yeah. Yeah. She, you know, Jane Lynch is very entertaining. Um, she does, definitely doesn't have that sort of, like, British shade that yeah. Ann was able to deliver the jokes with. Mm -hmm. um, but Jane Lynch has her own thing that you yeah. like. And that, um, you know, she... The thing, too, Jane, uh, Jane Lynch is very... Um, She's quippy and she's quick on her feet and she's clever. Yes. 
Yeah. So if someone pings one to her, you know she's gonna ping it back. Yeah. Like she's yeah. never gonna let a joke fall to the floor. Mm-hmm. So um I, I like so far I think she's been entertaining. Um I recorded the episode from last week because I <laughs> Oh, you are in, girl. You are in. <laughs> I love that show, but we just watched it and it was really good. She was uh, really good. It comes on Tuesdays at eight, so we're recording the next episode and oh, I love it. at some point this week. Um yeah, but also too is just I love like anything that tests my trivia knowledge. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, that- you know, or like strategy knowledge, because you know every game show is about strategy too. Like it can't mm-hmm. just be, oh, you know the answers or you don't know the answers. Like yeah. you have to be smart. You have to be strategic. The only show that is the most like, you know the answers or you don't, is like Jeopardy and like Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, you know, there's not mm-hmm. much strategy where you know with the wheel, it's it's a lot of that is just luck. That's um, true. But you know, and then Jeopardy too. Jeopardy. Obviously, you need to know things, um, but you also need to remember that, like, Jeopardy also still has to entertain. So yeah. a lot of times, if you're close to knowing something, you probably know it. That's probably the answer. Uh-huh. Um, and there's always a clue in every answer. You know okay. how you, know, yeah. you have to every question. question. Yeah. No, well, you have to, the, you, you give the question, they give you the answer. Um, there's always a clue in the answer. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, they give you the question. So, you know, I don't know. Again, strategy. You just, yeah, every, and, the, oh, yeah, and they have to do those daily it. double things. You have to pick the, the daily doubles sometimes, and they try to find that. Is that what it is, the daily double? They try to find no, that? No, you're not trying to find the daily double. You just happen upon that. No, I no, I, I was watching it. I watched the one. I could be wrong because I haven't watched I've watched Jeopardy, but it's been a while. We were watching the one where they had those three, the championships, where mm-hmm. they had the three guys. You know, at the end of it, they had the, the guys who won the most winnings, and then then they were competing right. against one another. Yeah. And uh, at least I, re- at least from what I remember, they were trying to go, and I'm like, why are they just running through the? And he's like, they're trying to find the daily double, and but. That could be wrong. I could be mixing it up, so I'll just shut up because you I'll probably watch more Jeopardy than me. But I thought, yeah, I'm like for the most part, like it's not like you're not strategically. What does the daily double the double do? Double. It doubles your points. Um, you can wager whatever you want up to the amount of money you have. So oh, okay. You can literally take your winnings from thirty seven hundred dollars and double you know, them. Essentially, yeah. exactly the seventy four hundred bucks. So, um. Right, without having to answer as many questions. You just have to mm-hmm. know that one. Yeah. So, yeah. Jeopardy, Jeopardy. <laughs> but, it's, but that one you happen upon chance, like you don't know where it's going to be behind. Yes, yes, I know. Yeah, I know, I know. So it, I guess it isn't strategy. It's just going, yeah, it's not necessarily strategy. They're just trying to find it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They also are um, bringing back a game that I don't, I know I used to love part of it when I was a kid, Supermarket Sweet. Do you remember that game? Oh my God, I used to love. So I was obsessed <laughs> with Supermarket Sweep. As a kid, it just seemed so much fun. Like <laughs> Supermarket Sweep was like double dare for dorky adults. Like, <laughs> I loved that oh game. Oh my God, I used to love watching that television show so much. I'm like, they run it through a ghost store. Get the can of these. Get the, no, it's the box of pasta, girl. And I'm like, and they push in the car. <laughs> Oh my god. I always thought I would be so good at that one. Like, oh my god, I can't wait until I'm old enough to be on Super Oh week. my gosh, yes. I, they always seem like it was such a fun <laughs> game. So they're bringing that back. I don't know when, with Leslie Jones. So they're bringing it back. Oh, too. she'll be, she'd be good. She'll be yes. good for that. So yeah, I'm very excited. Hold up, but have, have they changed? Because, you know, Supermarket Sweet, that was what, in the early 90s or something when we were. Oh, it, they actually have it on Netflix. So I think it was in the early, the early late nineties. It was definitely somewhere in the nineties. So I don't know how they're going to tweak it, you know, cause they might just bring it back with a different formula than it is. than it was then, but did they, is the weakest link still the same? Yeah. Okay. Okay. The yeah. rules of the game are exactly the same. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah I don't like it when they tweak. They had this horrible game show on Netflix. Oh, now I'm forgetting where it was, where they had to put them, they asked them, they had to have to do like physical activities where they, they had a black male host and they had people, maybe they had 10 people and they started them off with like counting quarters. And then they had to guess 
they had to, they gave them a certain amount of time to count the quarters and maybe they stayed up 12, 16 hours of counting these quarters. And they talked about how much your brain couldn't like concentrate or how, how, how little you could concentrate after not getting a certain amount of sleep. And then at the end of that, that first round, some two people were eliminated by who count, who, who counted as close to the right amount of coins they actually counted. So they would count all the coins and then they would go, well, how many coins do you think you counted? And they would go, I don't know, 13,000. And then they go, okay, you actually counted 11,000. You were off by 2,000. And then they're like, oh my gosh. And then they would, whoever didn't hit the mark, um, whoever got as far, furthest away from the mark, they were eliminated. And then they would give them different tasks, like now hold this needle it, you know, over this flame or something for like 30, it was just different physical tasks and mental tasks that they would have to do. But since they were sleep deprived, they wouldn't be able to do it as quickly and as, as good as normal. And um, the show just didn't have any punch. Right. I, it's just, it just sounds so silly. It's like, yeah, anybody's going to be off if you keep them up for 16 hours. Yeah. Then just it, tell them to do a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it didn't, it didn't have any. And then you know how the host, the host too, sometimes, I mean, they have, the game can be fun, but you do need good hosts. I mean, Absolutely. you do need someone who is just funny and witty and also just seems. Wayne Brady. Yeah. Oh, Wayne Brady is amazing. He's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. Like, he's he okay. is phenomenal. So, so good. So good. Any of those guys from like the the Who's line is it anyway? They're, I mean, because they're, well, you know, the they're improv. different on their feet. Yeah, exactly. They're at improv, so they're good at thinking on their feet. So they can, again, like you ping them something, they catch it, they know what to do with it. Do you think you want to do like that? Like if someone said, hey, okay. like, try no. out this. You said no? <laughs> no, you said a game, like what I do a game show? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, you know, I try to, I have to sharpen my skills a little bit, you know, my improv skills, because people are crazy. And the biggest thing about a game show is like, people are unpredictable. You never yeah. know what they're going to do. Drew Carey is funny on The Price is Right because he is so entertained by the, the audience's shenanigans. Like, <laughs> and he says silly things to them sometimes, but, you know, he doesn't have the room to be silly like Wayne Brady. They do whole bits. Yeah. But he is so entertained by the stupidity. He, sometimes he downright laughs at people. Like, <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> people are absurd. <laughs> They're nuts. <laughs> you have to be genuinely entertained by it. Exactly. Or you'd be like, get me away from these crazy people. And they always want to touch you. And like, yes. you know, they want they want to be accepted by you. And <laughs> I would definitely do it. Like, it's just, that would it would be, be the time of your life. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. It would have to. You would have to be on the game show that you were also thrilled by. Like maybe like during production was off. You'd be like, oh no, I ran through the cycle of the game a bit myself. He was like, I played the game myself with the staff. They was like, let me run me through this simulation to like try you know have fun with it. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. Or I could do. I could be the new host. What was it? Five girls. You no, know, one girl, five. Gays? Oh yes. What we was it called? Five guys. <laughs> five, five gays, one girl, one yeah, girl, five. But, no, one girl, five gays. Was it one girl, five gays? Yeah, we could. <laughs> I could do that one. <laughs> that I was five. That show. That's yeah, that show was fun. One girl, five drag queens. <laughs> oh, but listen, times have changed, and that wasn't a, and that wasn't necessarily. Oh no, it was. It wasn't a game show per se. It wasn't a game show. What would you call? It was a mix of game show, it but they was didn't like five it. Talk show, game show, roundtable sort yes, of. Yes, exactly. There was yeah. some discussion, uh -huh. uh, but there was re revelation of answers. There just yes. was no winner at the end. Yeah, there no was winner. no winner. Okay. No, well, they didn't have... It would be. <laughs> yeah, I guess we would have to... Yeah, that was a fun show. We did enjoy that show. Oh, my God. Logo, holla at me. <laughs> Hold up, was that Logo back then? I mean, everything gay we watched back in the day came on Logo. Yeah, I'm like, geez. RuPaul's Drag Race was on Logo. How did we um, even? I feel like that was, was even on, before RuPaul's Drag Race. It came on after Drag Race, I think, or Noah's Arker. It came on after something we watched. Oh, uh, maybe it was Noah's we Ark. Like, yep. Yes, yes, maybe it was <laughs> Noah's Ark. Yes, <laughs> I did love that show. <laughs> it was um, interesting. Yes, yes, and and yeah, no one had been doing. And then they had this sort of rotating cycle of different gay guys that you know, different <laughs> cast. It was from, it started, premiered in 2009 and went till 2014. Was it that late? Wow. Yes, yes. Why did mm -hmm. it feel like we watched that in college? 
I, yeah, that's, I, that's, that was because Drag Race wasn't on when we were in college. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it yeah, and and I'm pre- I'm pretty sure we didn't watch it the whole entire run. Yeah, no, we watched it pretty for a while because then they got a new host. I remember the Leah Jasmine girl left, and they got a new host. Of, right, uh, and then we didn't watch it as much, not because of. I guess the show was just different, and then they also got a different group of people, and blah 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 blah. So yeah, and I do remember that. And then they started doing the lesbians. They did the lesbians um, for a few episodes too. I do remember that. Hey, yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here One for girl, it. Five yeah. lesbians too. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I guess just six girls talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. How did they do that? We'll there. Find yeah. We'll find a clever name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna bring it back. I'll we're gonna bring it back. Though. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be a fun one. That would be a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you hear also about um, Russell Westbrook leaving the um, the staff at the Grand Floridian where they were staying for um, the NBA season? That eight thousand dollar tip. I, no, I did not hear about that. I read season. about it in um, Bleacher Report, and um, yeah, they were basically saying that. He, you know, um, he they, he was there. They were there from July until um, the team was eliminated mm-hmm. and the Rockets were eliminated. And he left them a tip and he said they took good care of us. So yeah. he was just like, it was the right thing to do. Left them an $8,000 tip. I was like, you're good. Because when I first saw like part of the headline was just like, you know, left eight thousand dollars tip. I started to be like, "Oh lord!" <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, what do you mean? I, I thought it was be like at a nightclub or something, or like a strip club. But I was just like, "There I go, being judgy." Oh god, judgy was he? But no. Um. Well, because you know, I, sometimes when I see stuff like that, and it just seems so grandiose and over the top, and it's just like it's. I think it's great that you just you know maybe change that person's life or you know, was their blessing to some degree, but at the same time, like that, like frivolous spending of money and whatever, we see it all the time, especially with like black athletes and young black men who now are making like significant amounts of money and they came from nothing. Um, And it's just like, I get that that was, that seemed great in the moment, but was that a smart decision? But, um, so yeah, I was a little judgy. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, I was like, I take it oh. back. I feel bad that I was judgy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah, that's really amazing. Yeah, it's just like you like hearing stories about that, and I, I think a part of the reason too that he left the tip, well, that it helps because those people they aren't getting much work due to COVID. Isn't it kind of like a a, a, a bubble? I mean, they can only it, it, yeah, they can only work for the NBA. It's not like they're getting any other staff coming or like I'm sorry, patrons coming in and out of there, right? Because of, of where they not. are, yeah, it's it's a it's a bubble. And before they they did that, it's not like it was functioning. Like everything's shut down. Yeah, and theme parks are you know near extinction at this point because of the pandemic. Because they tried to op- reopen a lot of theme parks, and it was just kind of like no one feels safe. Like no one wants to get on your ride. Like uh-huh. no one wants to go. You know. To Disney World over over Shanghai or what have you, you know, it just people don't feel safe. People barely want to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Still, like you yeah. think I'm coming to stay and pay this exorbitant amount of money to come to some theme park? Theme parks were like one of the first breeding grounds for the pandemic. Yeah, you you yeah. pile lots of people into small places together, <sighs> you know, sharing germs coughing on things spit <laughs> flying out of this person's mouth while they're on this roller coaster yes and there's kids so we already know there's kids there you know kids mm-hmm. don't care kids nasty. it's gross, it's gross. <laughs> so yeah it was just like though that's not great so they weren't gonna have a whole bunch of traffic coming through there even once they were cleared to open anyway uh-huh. so the best thing that could happen would be that you know some of these leagues took over those spaces to kind of lock down their players essentially to make sure they kept it a bubble. Um, But yeah, at the same time, it was just like, well, those people also weren't free to just leave and come and go to that same extent, to uh, to that same um, degree to keep it a bubble. Um, So yeah, it's, I think it was um, very honorable thing. And that was such a heartwarming story to see. 
Um, and I take back any judgment that I might have had before I read the whole thing. Um, <laughs> like an American. Listen, girl, the tip at the tip at the strip club probably was last week. You know, that probably happened last <laughs> month. <laughs> and I, I too I read and I ain't um, mad at that either, but I'm just no, I'm not no. by it. I'm not yeah. like <laughs> your um your favorite rapper also um Fifty Cent he left a thirty thousand dollar tip um for some people uh well and Burger King the employees at Burger King in the Burger King drive through girl see now I know that Fifty is the world to you and so now doesn't he mean even more because he's done that <laughs> you know when Wankster first came out. I I can't even finish this thought. Let's move on. Like I can't even make a joke out of this. I'm moving on. Good for fifty. I'm moving on. Oh, child, (laughs) the ghetto. Um, (laughs) I know we only got a few more moments um, before we gotta wrap this up. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But child, I just. You know, 2020 is just getting the bad rap of all bad raps, but people do have to just acknowledge that issue. Like, take accountability for your actions and stop just going, oh, 2020. It's like 2020s might have swept in, you know, fucked up event after fucked up event. Uh huh. But 2020 didn't make you an awful person. That's all you. Like how oh, you yeah. behaved after this thing happened is all you. Uh huh. I'm gonna yeah. need people to just own that and stop just being like, "Oh, 2020." Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, yeah. Just stop. I believe you. I believe you. Listen. Hopefully, people will. <clears throat> people are taking stock. People are being introspective and looking at themselves during this time. So who knows? Who knows? Because I keep saying, you know. Listen, we just gonna put positivity out there. We're like, oh, I'm just looking for. I don't know why. I'm looking forward to the. I can't believe like new like the December and all of that. The holidays are like right around the freaking corner. That just seems weird. Like two months away. So I'm looking forward to the holidays. I'm looking forward to some food. It's gonna be cold, so we're not gonna we're not gonna feel like going out. We're not going to feel like going outside as much as possible anyway. Right. So hopefully that will take our minds off you know, some of the stuff that's going on. Though I think for New Year's, a lot oh, of people... No. Can, she'll just more She'll just be, like, taking it in more because you're at home watching it unfold. <laughs> well, <listen. laughs> that's how I feel. Girl, was that I too cynical? <laughs> well, you, well, no, I don't think it was too cynical. Maybe it was too a limited view that I have because I'm a, you know, I'm a person who celebrates Christmas and I know everybody doesn't celebrate Christmas and Thanksgiving and all those holidays. I'm thinking I'm going to be listening to Christmas carols and, and, and doing all those <laughs> things to try to drown out the negativity and uh, thinking about New Year's, which is definitely going to be, no one's going to be, we ain't going to be in no one's apartment this New Year's, trying to celebrate, <laughs> we like trying to party. <laughs> oh, we had fun last New Year's though. We had a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, so it, it'll be different. But you know, the good thing too is that I mean, I will listen. I'll say, listen. The good thing is that I have someone that I'm excited. I, I don't mind spending New Year's with. Josh and I will have a good time. We'll just take it. Maybe we'll do movie, a movie or something, um, and have pop some champagne. Well, prosecco because I'm not with the champagne. <laughs> <laughs> I actually feel a little bit relieved that I get to use pand- the pandemic as an excuse to not want to go anywhere and make any plans to do anything. Um, <laughs> We're gonna put on our robes. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, pop a bottle, probably just order some food. Uh-huh. I actually am really excited about the thought of <laughs> doing nothing more than that. Because yeah. other years I want to do that, but I'm always like, oh, you know, we should go. We should be around people we want to regain the year with. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, we would just like just open up the joy yes. <laughs> to more people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to that if we're being yeah. honest. And I, guess, and I never regret not going out for there's something like exactly you. I'm like, oh, I should just stay in. I, after the fact, I usually, I don't think I've ever regretted going out and having fun. It's just right. always like, I just feel like, oh, I should, like, let me just lie in. But now we just, there's no excuse. And too, usually when this happens, New Year's, you know, we all come to you and be like, girl, what's going on for New Year's? <laughs> you know that you one of the people, everyone would be like, what's going on? What's happening? Put your right. up there, girl. So. Not- 
This year? No. Nah. Not this year. Not this year. <laughs> no, sir. Before we go to, I do want to say um, uh, deepest condolences, Thomas Jefferson Bird. I don't know. He's in like pretty much any Spike Lee movie you've ever seen. Um, was found um, with multiple gunshot wounds on Saturday. Um, so he was fatally shot, I think, in Atlanta. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, and you know him when you see him, even if you didn't know his name. He was I in every know Spike him. movie. Yeah. He, he, so if you watch the the series version of She's Gotta Have It, he plays Nola's father. Oh my god! And Spike Lee's sister plays her mother. So yeah. So not a young man. I wonder what happened. He he wasn't like no no he was seventy. Uh, oh my gosh! So yeah. our hearts go out to his family. His friends, the commute, his community of people. Oh, sorry to end the podcast on a sad note, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, and then we're looking forward to New Year's and the yeah. holiday. So, on that yeah. note, <laughs> sorry, sorry, that, totally was, that, was, that was definitely not a DJ D nice uh, segue, but no. I did my best. Um, yeah. Yes. If you like this episode of Black Hipster, make sure you subscribe, subscribe, mm-hmm. and read us. And we're pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, and some folks definitely were working with Podbean to figure out what happened with last week's episode. We had a little hiccup mm-hmm. um, where some of it got cut off and then looped back. And then ugh, it just, chatter was a thing. The yeah. But we're working on it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but in the meantime, if you have any questions you want to follow up about anything we talked about last week, send us an email at blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can also slide in our DMs, just nasty, just like that. Slide <laughs> in the DMs. <laughs> We're on Instagram at blackhipsterpodcast. Yes. You can also follow me. Please do not slide in my DMs. I do respond. Um, <laughs> at the Shawa Evans. And where can they find you, Boo Thang? Standard W, darling. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And that is it. Yes. Ugh, there's been like a little fruit fly in my face this oh. entire time. Because it's sweet. Because it's sweet. To, to, to clap it. It's to clap it. All right, darling. It. Well, good luck on killing it. Oh, thank you, honey. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let's be real. You gonna catch it in your hand and throw it out the window. No, it's gonna die. <laughs> And on that note, I'm out. Bye. Bye.